0: Welcome to Weight Loss for Small Animal Vets podcast. I am Nadina Kojokaru, DVM and Certified Life and Weight Coach. Hello, friends. Welcome to episode 32 of the podcast. This week, we'll have another podcast interview. The guest for today is Virginie Loy. She is a life coach, school-certified coach. We went through the coach certification together. And um, I am her coach as well. She is one of my few non-veterinarian clients. And uh, we went actually to to Dallas to attend the in-person training in 2018. And she was coming from Finland. I was coming from Sweden. And we met met on Iceland, uh, on Reykjavik and we met at the gate, uh, embarking to the same um, uh, flight. She is a a survivor of a 15 years abusive marriage. She's a mother of two young adults. She's happily remarried and she is a trained volunteer, worked for a helpline for female uh, domestic abuse victims for five years. She had a blog and a YouTube channel at some point that she, she left behind right now, but she has a published book on recovery from abusive relationships. The book is written in French and is called Sortir d'une relation abusive. I hope I'm not butchering French too much. Uh, and we, you, will, uh, you will find the links in, in the show notes. She's an amazing free spirit an artist, a Mini Cooper addict, and to be specific, a convertible yellow Mini Cooper ad- uh, addict, a traveler. She travels every fall from Finland to Italy, to Sicily, and she travels through through Sweden. So we meet all the, uh, all the time, twice a year when she goes down south to... Uh, to Italy. And then uh, she w- when she comes back during spring, we meet again. So we have a really tight connection. And I think she is one of the most important to, to contact if you want to present that kind of dynamics for your people. If you are a coach or if you are a veterinarian, just contact me and I will put you in contact with Virginie. She currently works on referral basis. So she, she cannot be contacted directly. But um, she will say that at the, at the end of the podcast, if you are interested in, in contacting, contacting her and to have her as a guest on your podcast or as a guest for your clinic, just shoot an email to info at thatcoachinternational.com and I will put you in contact with Virginie. Sit back, relax, and... Uh, Uh, bring some water and uh, take some notes because there are a lot of, of really important gems to take with you about how to recognize a toxic relationship, even if it's about a workspace. So it applies to a personal relationship or to a workspace. So enjoy the podcast. Welcome to Weight Loss for Small Animal Veterinarians podcast, Virginie. I'm so, so happy to have you here. We will have a blast and we will have fun and uh, it will be a joyful podcast, even if it's about uh, uh, toxic or abusive relationships or environments, because um, there is a way and you, you can lead the way <laughs> in, uh, in finding the joy after recognizing and uh, and uh, being out uh, of a toxic or abusive relationship. So, uh, welcome. Thank
1: you, Nadina, for having me. Yes, yes, we will have fun too. <laughs> yes,
0: we will have fun. Uh, and uh, I have already introduced you. Uh, this is just our recording, so I will introduce you before we are starting. And uh, you are one of my... Favorite people on the planet. Thank you. Uh, really sparkly, uh, really sparkly, uh, really amazing uh, human and coach. I want to just start by introducing yourself in the way that makes sense for you right now, where you are in your in your life right now. Tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Yes I think I'd like to uh, start by by kind of the middle <laughs> mm-hmm. not by the beginning and not by the end I just uh, will start by our encounter mm-hmm. um, so um so that we kind of place the story and um we met uh, at the life coach school training in 2018 and almost immediately <laughs> became a uh friend and uh, partners in uh, crime and in laughter yes. and and in sorrows and everything you being uh, my one to one coach for uh, quite many years already and maybe the yep. only non-vet <laughs> mm-hmm. client that you you have had and Prior to that, I'm now 58. Prior to that, I have had uh, very, very many uh, different uh, experiences, both in uh, my private and in my professional life. So I still work as a one-to-one coach uh, for people who uh, um, like to implement some change in their life. But I also um, started to become a coach because I uh, was on a, a spiritual and development, personal development journey after coming out of um, a long, uh, very difficult and abusive personal relationship with my first husband. And um, because I had uh, been for about 15 years in such a relationship, when I came out of it in the beginning of the um, 2000s, uh, I it took me a long time to to find my own way and my own balance and but it really motivated me p- to dig into my own brain and to dig into into the science um, and the psychology of why do we let ourselves be in uh, toxic relationships or in abusive situations without reacting maybe for such a long time and especially how do we recover after that not to um, find ourselves being uh, trapped or not trapping ourselves again when we do meet people who have a tendency to uh, act in Abusive or toxic or, or disrespectful uh, situations.
0: Yes, and uh, you are an author. You wrote a book in uh, French. The book, yes. is, uh, book is written in French. And uh, uh, what uh, what was for me like a big aha moment when I uh, when I read your book was uh, oh everything is applying to uh, to a abusive or a toxic. Workplace as well, and you are giving examples in your book as well um, in relationship with uh, with an abusive or a toxic uh, workspace. Um, so uh, I think uh, that is one of the main reasons why uh, why a lot of vets are leaving this profession, uh, and I think um, uh, your your way of uh, of presenting. Um, uh, the the dynamics in uh, in a, an abusive or a toxic relationship uh, make uh, make so much sense um, and uh, um, I think it's it's important to because I think it's a fine balance sometimes bef- between um, between the way uh, people are experiencing being in that dynamic uh, that sometimes uh, they are gaslit. sometimes uh, people don't believe them sometimes uh um people um just uh, just um, don't uh, don't understand uh, how how can it be to be in, in such a relationship uh and uh i uh, i really like uh, that you came to us and uh uh we'll uh, will discuss a little bit from your perspective which is kind of um um, I think uh, it resonates a lot with uh, with how I see this dynamic and how I how I encounter that from my client's perspective as well in the vet profession. So let's uh, let's uh, dig in. <laughs> so uh, 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 I have to confess that Virginie needed uh, an intensive training with my uh, with my coaching uh, group uh, for all my for all my clients and uh, we will follow the same uh, a little bit the same uh, um, um, frame frame yeah yeah uh, for for that so uh, i think the the main thing is uh, you started to to talk about how to spot a toxic or abusive relationship or an environment so what are the cues Uh, because that's uh, that is so mind-blowing for people to know
1: yeah so yes I I just go back one step like to what you said about like the similarity between personal uh, maybe personal toxic or abusive relationship in in the personal sphere like uh, with a partner love partner with friends with a children or parents or, or things like this and work because the common denominator in all is us <laughs> yes and and uh, basically you know like it doesn't really matter uh uh where do we feel it it, it can even be at, at the cashier of a place where you know this yes. kind of a very short mm-hmm. um encounters can can bring up the same type of uh emotions and and it's very uh, interesting that some people develop this problem only in one aspect of their life. They can have very healthy relationships at, at home and a really big problem at work. Yes. And, and it, it can be very useful to spot, oh, I don't behave the same. You know, like, why do I have no problems in family, friends and so on? And I have this huge problem at work mm-hmm. because, you know, this is something that can also help us to, to find the healthy patterns that we can yes. replicate. But the common thing is always us. Yes. And, and so it's never about what other people do mm-hmm. or say mm-hmm. or, you know, it's always about us and, mm-hmm. and that's make it in a way kind of easy to to um, spot mm-hmm. because we have to go back to, to us and, and basically to what we feel, because yes. that's usually the first uh, indicator uh, yes. that that uh, will tell us that something is wrong is like we have negative emotions. Yes. And um, and that tells us that something is not good for us. It might yes. be okay for a lot of people around us, but for us, individually, it's not It's not good. For me, it's not good. And why is it not good? So uh, negative um, um, emotion is, is like an indicator. But of course, we have to say straight away that a negative emotion is not like the same as a toxic relationship because yes. we can have... Uh, You know, we can have a disagreement with somebody or somebody can interfere in a way that, you know, do something that we don't like and we can have a negative emotion about it, like be irritated or Mm -hmm. disappointed or something like this. And that's that's okay. I mean, that's just life in general. But but usually with the toxic um, relationships or abusive type of uh, uh, behaviors. Uh, what we will find is that this uh, negative emotion, it's its uh, very repetitive. It's like, yes. with this person, I'm always disappointed. With this person, I always feel victim. We, you know, I always feel like, and it's one-sided. It's like, yes. not this time I'm right, this, that, that time is right, or, or the other way. You know, like, mm-hmm. it's kind of always a, a, a little bit like a power play, that we feel like the other person is always doing something to us
0: yes and
1: and so i i find that there are um maybe four emotions that really really uh, come um almost always and that are good indicators of yes um, of the fact that there is a toxic environment or or relationship the first one is fear Mm-hmm. Because yes. because fear is, is just like not something we should be having in relationships. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Point. Yeah. So of yeah. course we have that fear, like this uh limbic like primal fear if somebody is a th- immediate threat to us. Yes. And we go into a freeze, flight, fight yeah. mode. Yeah. So so that will be if somebody maybe shouts, like in this instant that they're shouting at you, you yeah. feel the fear.
0: Yeah, so and, and it's, it's, a, it's a beneficial uh, defending exactly. mechanism. Like if you are at 2 a.m. Uh, in a dark alley, uh, you know, by yourself, and you are surrounded by uh, people with guns, then uh, the fear is really <laughs> preserving your life or to not go in that relationship or in that situation or you are like that, that fear, that limbic fear is, uh, is preserving life. Yes. But, but when we are feeling that type of the the similar type of fear on a regular basis the moment we 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 enter a workplace or we open our mouths mm-hmm. then there is a problem
1: yes and i and actually you know i can even imagine a scenario for a vet where you know like if i' I'm, I'm if i would be i'm a small woman you know like in body and mm-hmm. if like if I would have a pet owner that would be a very big guy that is very
0: <laughs> very angry.
1: unhappy about my decision and towers mm-hmm. over me and starts yes. to shout, I would yeah. have fear and that fear yes. would maybe make go out of the room to yes. get help or something like this. And that's healthy. That's yes. that's the fear yeah. that I want yes. to I, yeah. I want to have to protect yeah. my yeah. physical and psychological yes. integrity. Yeah, but a, the fear a, what we don't yes. want to have is, or that we have to spot is that when we start to have this kind of a chronic fear mm-hmm. that is projecting onto the future and that is the result of my thoughts. Mm-hmm. So it's the fear of what is going to happen at work today. What's, mm-hmm. What would this person, how this, is this person going to shout at me? What mm-hmm. if they fire me? You, mm-hmm. They're going to fire me. They're going to yell. They're going to, uh, this uh, pet owner is going to, Uh, put an official complaint about me or this kind of a fear that something is going to happen you know in the future or something you know which is often something that our brain will find evidence in in the past this yes you know this boss has shouted to me this colleague has done that or whatever and and we find the evidence and with this evidence we fuel the fear for the future so then we are kind of always in some kind of a level of fear and then, which means that we are always in a start of, you know, we're never like on a neutral ground. We always yes. have our stress hormones high, yeah. And and yeah. that kind of a, a regular fear, mm-hmm. you know, should be an indicator that something is not right. Something, yeah. you know, because fear is just not something we should be experiencing in 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 a kind of a normal. uh yes um, interpersonal relationships whether at work or in in family we can have disagreements we can also be angry sometimes but you know fear is 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 out
0: <laughs> yeah yeah and how so would, would you the first yeah. one. how how would you describe because i usually when i when i teach my clients about uh, uh, let's say stress in general i usually have a cluster of emotions that starts with fear you know fear anxiety panic uh mm-hmm. how do you uh, or the uh, different layers of of or the different flavors of the same emotion primary emotion um how do you because usually the vet professionals um uh, experience a lot of anxiety in their uh, in their uh, uh, lives uh, especially in the in the work related uh, uh, uh lives and how would you describe from your perspective that that flavor? Is it fear or is it chronic anxiety or is it more like panic fear?
1: Well, it's kind of in the middle because I think you can have uh, anxiety without... Anxiety mm-hmm. is a form of a mild fear, but, but um, um, there is a level of... Um, In anxiety, there is a a level, maybe I would say that um, I'm anxious because I don't know what's going to happen. And in fear, I would say that the step is like a little bit further, that Mm -hmm. it's I'm afraid something bad is going to happen. Mm -hmm. So it's a little bit like not I don't know. I already kind of have this. My brain has already decided that it can only go bad. Yes. So so I I think that you can have... Yeah, I think you can have anxiety without, mm-hmm. you know, like with the, the, your brain is kind of telling you, you should control things better to make sure they go yeah. well. But in a fear, somehow you you already like lost already your balance that you can only, yes. your brain only per- perceive that this kind of uh, losing scenarios, mm-hmm. this yes. kind of, yeah. it can yeah. only go, you know, from where I am, it can only go, most likely it will go bad, bad, you Yeah. know, so, yeah. so the brain has kind of lost. It's balanced and that's why it kind of never recover. It stays in stress all the time because it never goes back to this kind of neutral level where you give the brain a chance that it can go up or down, up or down, because that's yes. life basically. Yeah, yes. yeah. Sometimes sure. it does it's, go, you uh, know, yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you don't it's have a, to be it, anxious about that. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> it's a
0: wave. It's not, uh, you know, it's not uh, uh, down downhill skiing, you know. It's just, yeah, exactly. And and up, and the up, thing, up uh, climbing. Yeah
1: yeah and the thing is is really to to recognize that that this kind of a repetitiveness that that yes sometimes you can be anxious because Mm -hmm. there are some situations right now in in work that create uncertainty and and so on but it will go over but when and and you manage to get this perspective that i feel anxious now and and it's not nice but somehow i know that it's it's going to move out but yes like when you get this uh, feeling that it doesn't matter what i do every day i go and every day this person shouts every day this this mm-hmm. person threatens me or my yeah. paycheck or or, yes, yes, yes. or or whether i'm going to have a job at the end of the month or something like this and it's on and on and every day you know you you kind of have this kind of a like for a lot of my clients as well, you you will find this heavy weight inside your core yes. of your yes. body and and, yeah. and and like you really yeah. almost have to get somebody to push you out of the yes. door to to go to work because mm-hmm. you yeah. kind of have so much negative yeah. expectations about what's yeah. going to to happen yeah. with this one person with the whole environment depending on 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 the situation. So yeah, and yeah, I think I think be... it's
0: yeah, I think it's also. Um... Um, in combination with the other emotions that you that exactly uh, it's not it's not only anxiety is not only fear is that complex that frame uh with those typical emotions that you are describing being part yeah. of, of this uh, dynamic yeah
1: yeah and 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 that's why the, the the other one is like what i often see is like doubt and Confusion, whichever like kind of um, um is for you easier to associate or relate mm-hmm. to the, the. there is a lo- lot um, when when we are are in this kind of overpowering uh, relationship mm-hmm. where or self doubt, yeah, you you yeah. you have a, having a lot of doubt about yes. yourself, but also yes. about understanding like the mm-hmm. other person. So it means that you tend to spend a lot of time in trying to be in the other. Per- people person or people's brain so yes you're trying to you kind of all the time uh, questioning your own feelings which you know your feelings are your feelings they shouldn't be questioned they just are yes. there yeah. but you you question the validity of them and and is this is it me is this normal you know did i misinterpret did i understand wrong what what did they mean why did they say that what did i do wrong it's, so you're like having this this spin of of uh, questions and no answers so obviously because you have no answer and you don't provide answers to your brain your brain hates mm-hmm. that there are these like an open loops so you're having like why did they say this and but you can never come up your brain doesn't yes. come up with an answer so it's having all these open questions so it's like generating a lot of confusion so you don't manage to rely on your own assessment of a situation. Mm-hmm. You maybe start to talk to other people. Did you mm-hmm. hear what she said? What did you think she mean? You know, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. Uh, and then if somebody tells you that, no, I didn't hear. It, oh, it's okay. Well, she was like having a b- bad mood. You're just thinking, is it just me? You know, why? Why? You know. So you really like trying to use, you know, questioning a lot inside yourself, and maybe starting to, to talk to other people to try to see mm-hmm. how they assess instead of always going back to you because something that somebody does might be acceptable for someone and not acceptable for you. And that's exactly. okay because we are yeah. not all the same. Yes.
0: Yeah. We don't have and all the
1: same uh, uh, vulnerability points. We don't have uh, or trigger the same points. Past. Yeah. Yes, We don't have the same past. We don't have yeah. the same triggers. Yes. And we don't have the same boundaries. For somebody, yes. you know, somebody not... Uh, saluting or or when mm-hmm. they come into a room is is like disrespectful and somebody else doesn't care
0: <laughs> yes exactly yeah yeah and that that question asked over and over again like is it normal is it how it's supposed to be is it mm-hmm. is it is it just me that is that is um, a, a common ground and I think what what happens right now in the vet profession is that uh, um, there is some kind of generalization of how uh, the workplaces are all bad, are all toxic, are all, you know, and I think it's, uh, um, that is also a little bit uh, dangerous, because that is not the case. And it Mm -hmm. might be that the specific person uh, doesn't fit in a specific workplace, or uh, the workplace has to find another person who who matches the team. And as you said, there there are things that that don't click. And some people, I usually give this example, some people are uh, searching for um, uh, a toaster to be in their team, you know, because they are a a perfect team of toasters, but they Mm -hmm. are hiring an apple. And no. then the apple is uh, starting to not fitting in the toaster team because <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's, it's not, it's not yeah. happening. The apple needs an needs, uh, apple team. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's uh, this dynamic, it's individually, but the moment you are starting to question that if you have fear and if you have this doubt, is it normal? Is it normal? It doesn't matter if it's normal for another person, trust yourself. For you, it's not normal if you are starting yes. to question that for you personally that that um that doubt confusion is valid um and uh trust that
1: yes it's it's there is no normality and it's really important yes. to 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 understand that this question is like is is like really a, just that question and the feeling that it induces is is really like um it's just so common to to wonder in in whatever relationship like is this normal that this person is treating me like this or is this acceptable and and that's that's just realizing that you're asking yourself this question is like already putting you on the on the giving you a hint that okay i'm i'm now like having a a complex yes relationship or issue with this person is it toxic or not it's not i don't know if it's always useful to describe it as toxic but anyway it's not good for me and that, that's that's yeah. enough yeah that's it that's enough it's not good for me and and then only when we accept that normal law it is not good for me because some people you know that that's going to be like a silly example maybe but you know like some people have have uh, learned to grow up in a home where people walk around naked with no problem going yes. you know like yeah. going out of bed and things like this mm-hmm. and and that's okay for them and for somebody where was grown up in a family where everybody is very pudic and and like, like like you know never showing a bit of flesh or something like this, that might be like a trigger, like not respectful, very aggressive yes. or something yes. like this. And you know what is normal for one is not normal for the other, and that's okay. Yes. I mean that's okay. You're just yeah. like the way you are, and you're completely entitled to to have your your limits, your preferences, mm-hmm. and and uh, be respectful of of yourself. So so like what you said about these uh, toxic environments. In in the vet profession, like where you are saying, like the the whole place is toxic or something like this, that kind of leads me to the third emotion or emotion cluster mm-hmm. uh, that 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 uh, is typical is um, helplessness and uh, powerlessness, mm-hmm. uh, whichever also relates better to you. Mm-hmm. So it's it's kind of um, often induced by a kind of a black and white thinking. So it's like, it's always like this. She mm-hmm. always does this. She always accused me. I can't do anything right. You know, never always. Mm-hmm. Everyone agrees, you know, mm-hmm. they are, this is toxic. You know, like it's just not, it's about the whole place. It's about everybody. It's about everything that happened in this specific situation. It's it's like all or nothing. And that, that kind of uh, puts us in at the bottom of a, Pit, you know, like, mm-hmm. like there is no way I'm going to get out of this because you know it's always mm-hmm.
0: never, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and
1: and and dramatic and and yes. uh, it's so black that there is no way you can see any shade of gray and forget about pink. Yes, you know? yeah,
0: yeah. So
1: that's and that also leads then to the next step, which is like feeling victim or victimized. Yes, and and that's that's. Uh, that's that's a very interesting point because we can be victim of of something happening to us, mm-hmm. but that doesn't make us feel like a victim. It's mm-hmm. it's like really how we think about what mm-hmm. has been said, what has been done, what is o- always <laughs> being mm-hmm. done or never listened to, and things like this. It's it's like again our our thoughts about what is happening are are kind of. Uh, it's unfair, it's always happening to me, mm-hmm. I, I don't deserve this, they always speak on me, you know, it's done to me, yes. you know, like, we, we kind of a really, uh, it's like a world where there is a me versus them, or me versus yeah. that, that person, person or, yes. or yeah. this is wrong, I'm wronged. so mm-hmm. it's like, um. you know, it's obviously when we victim we and we feel victim. you know, like, it's it's this powerlessness, but it's even like, like really a little bit like this is intentionally done mm-hmm. to me, you know. Yes. Like, so it's like even you know it's not even like a hurricane kind of a okay there was a hurricane now we are victim and yes I feel victim because I lost my house something like this but I know the hurricane wasn't targeting me.
0: Yes. <laughs> but yeah. then
1: in victim we go one step further that it's actually done to me like just to me and mm-hmm. and. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's quite strong and and um, it's it's really like when we feel this, then then I think it's really time to to uh, to take stock of this emotion. This is what I feel. This is what I feel mm-hmm. every time this happens. and and uh, this is not a healthy way to, yeah. to, to to live, and this is not a good place to take uh, action from
0: yes and um, um all all this dynamic because if uh, i think the problem is not necessarily one of those emotions individually the problem is when we uh when we find because i think in almost all the cases all of those four are are blends together um yeah, this dynamic is uh, is involving all of all four of them uh, together, and um, um, it's. Uh, uh, I think uh, I think that fe- feeling as a victim might be the trigger. Uh, so I, I don't think that the feeling as a victim is necessarily. Um, um, I think it's a good a good uh, uh, wake up call. If I'm feeling like if I'm feeling like a victim. Do I have the other ones? And is it uh, is it time to um, to investigate what is happening in, in this dynamic or uh, uh, how, how should I uh, go out of that dynamic? And it starts uh, as always as you said, with us. Um, and if you have the facts because when you when you feel like a victim and then you are... Um, searching for the facts for instance to, to give a specific example if if it's just you who is uh, always you know uh, mocked at or you know, in front of all your of all, all uh, of your client, or, all of your colleagues and clients or uh, you know if it's just you who who works holidays and weekends uh, despite that uh, um, all of your colleagues um, are supposed to do that, and you and you are collecting the facts, and you see, okay, is it this experience? What what are the facts of this situation? Um, and if you collect the facts, and you um, and you find that oh, there is something that is uh, that is fishy here. So uh, how can I uh, how can uh, how can I change this dynamic? What can I do about it? If I have all those, I feel fearful, uh, I feel doubt, I feel, um, I feel hopeless because I think that, oh, all the clinics are the same, all workplaces are the same. Uh, it doesn't matter what I do, uh, I, it's, it's the same everywhere. And then I'm feeling uh, as a victim. Okay, how can we interrupt this cycle? What can, yeah. we, what can we do about it?
1: Yeah, actually, actually, it was very interesting what you said that all the places, all the things, because that's that's in itself, that's mm-hmm. that's a, yes. a strong hint, like, yes. okay, Black I changed white. job, I changed clinic, yes. uh, I changed boss, I changed colleague, and now I'm in the same kind of uh, dynamics mm-hmm. with a different person. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, like, if I go back to my own uh, story and, and I put like an, a personal life example here... You know, I, after um, divorcing my my first husband and, and uh, um, being on my own for a while, and then I got into a relationship with somebody who was very, very different. And after a while, I started to to find myself in kind of the same mood patterns, in same kind of a situation, in same kind of questioning inside me. And, and I had this kind of a, a moment when I suddenly realized, how can I pick two guys that are just like seem to be so different? Mm-hmm. And I kind of, um, I'm in the same, I, I feel like I'm at the same spot more or less, maybe not as dramatic yet, mm-hmm. but I could see like, oh, whoa, you, you're just starting to be in a slippery slope here and, and you know, like, uh, st- stop. Mm-hmm. And, and that was really like a wake up call for me, like, mm-hmm. like two different people, you know, what is the common thing? It's me. So yes. now I just have to understand why do I manage to create the same type of a relationship when i changed the elements because yes. you know i have to be honest to myself i'm i'm the common denominator here yes and and obviously you know there are things which which made me i'm not saying that i created that these people treated me this way but i picked people mm-hmm. <laughs> who had the potential to to treat me this way and because of the way i interacted with them it kind of made things worse because i didn't know how to set my boundaries, so that's something yes. what we'll talk about later
0: yes yeah yeah but
1: but when you said like uh, we have to go to the the facts, I think also another indicator uh, through the behavior is like no we don't want to feel victim, you know like you mm. you are vets you know yes. you are well educated usually very clever very warm hearted uh, giving generous uh, people you mm-hmm. you you have uh, dedicated a huge part of uh, your life to to help not only the animals not suffer but also their owners because yes. you know like you 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 save a pet or you you cure a pet or you 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 help the owner out of misery mm-hmm. as well yes. so yeah so so you for sure you you know you don't want your brain doesn't want to put you in like in a victim case so you you really want to your brain will want to find all kinds of a tricky ways to get you out of that spot. And one of them is trying to be right. So one of them is trying to get the evidence to prove that you're right that things should not be the way they are. Yeah. And and this, you know, and and that's not a very good way to, to use facts, but mm-hmm. going to facts is actually very important
0: mm-hmm.
1: because, and that's where I want to to go a little bit like into. Uh, reminding everybody some kind of a basic uh, things about being victim, about mm-hmm. violence and abuse mm-hmm. in in general. Mm-hmm. I, I mentioned also that I've been uh, um, working uh, as a trained uh, volunteer on a helpline for domestic abuse. So, yeah. so you know, like I was trained and 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 I had a lot of experience in in dealing with uh, acute, sometimes acute, uh, acute situations.
0: Situations, yeah.
1: So, you know, there are two different things about victim. One is being victim being victim mm-hmm. and one is like feeling like a victim yes and and you know if you look, look at the facts and list facts very very uh as straight most straightforwardly as you can you know then you know what you are victim of so you know like if a hurricane destroys your house someone drives into your car a colleague shouts words uh to you then you are the victim of somebody shouting at you of a hurricane breaking your house and and uh, somebody bumping into your car yes you just are a victim it's factual you know it's it's, but that doesn't mean that you have to feel like a victim somebody you know might their car might be uh, broken in you know into one and they just think oh well you know i didn't want that but i don't still don't feel victim you know like it's and, and so people will feel like I have been a victim, I'm always unlucky, and it is only happens to me, and, and, and you know, things never go right for me. and Yeah. And like this. So you can be a victim of thing, something, factually, without feeling like a victim. Mm-hmm. And, and you can also be, be feeling like a victim with actually facts that, that most people might not um, consider as aggressions or things like this. But you do because you have these thoughts, you know, creating this uh, this feeling, so there's nothing wrong about feeling victim, you know, it's like it's like really sometimes very important to notice these things have happened. I am a victim of my boss shouting at me every day, and it's okay that I'm feeling a victim because this is happening every day, yes, yeah, and it's okay, And it's know, because there's yeah, nothing it's... wrong about having a feeling, you yeah, know, it's yeah, yeah. good to yeah. notice it mm-hmm. because without. Not, noticing and accepting I am a victim here,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's going to be difficult, you know, like it's difficult to take off that coat before you, you know, of victimhood if you mm-hmm. don't realize
0: you're wearing it. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I think it's, it's also important for, for the, um, the clinic owners or, or the people who are in charge um, in the vet profession uh, to really validate, listen and validate people's experiences, uh, to listen to them. And to take into consideration what is happening with that specific person. when somebody comes to you and tells you, this is what this is what is my experience um, with this relationship, with this dynamic, uh, and to, as I said, to to understand and validate that feeling, feelings are always valid. Uh, and yes. um, and uh, you you never know, as you said, uh, you never know the experience. If, if somebody shouts at you and you had a really abusive childhood uh, where you were shouted at or punished all the time um, and somebody might think that that person who shouts is funny and for you is like putting you in uh, in limbic system immediately exactly. and you cannot uh, think straight. Yeah.
1: Yes, that's why it's really important to validate your own emotion. And, you know, like I'm a life coach. I have been, you know, learning things about personal development for 20 years uh you know i've been working with all you know on a helpline where i've listened horrible things i've myself lived a very um difficult relationship when i was in it like for 15 years and i'm completely you know i'm completely fine with you know having been in this relationship i have uh you know i have forgiven um my ex-husband for everything he did and especially i have forgiven myself for being in that relationship but i'm still a 100% human and as you know because we you still coach me from time to time you know you never come to a level where you know you will be above your own emotions you know yes. you have emotions so Recently, yeah. a few months ago, you know, I was somebody did something to me. Yes. <laughs> so this person did something and and somehow that that was hard to process for me because it must have triggered something very yeah. similar to to a, a very hardwired experience mm-hmm. that doesn't yeah. come up very often, but when it comes up full frontal, you yes. know, and and I could kind of handle myself Mm-hmm. uh recognizing my sadness my disappointment my anger and so on but then when when you know and i called you and i knew i needed to be coached and it, i spent probably 15 minutes like sobbing, <laughs> like uh a, 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 like a, a five-year-old and and yeah. being completely in this uh and and this is me you know this is like uh um, almost sixty-year-old uh, adult uh, behaving like a five-year-old in front of their coach, and that's okay. You know yes. that's okay yeah. because that's just letting all this out, all these hurts probably from a long time, yes. go out. Mm-hmm. Was was the 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 passage through yes. through growing out of, of of this. So even though you have tools and you have some kind of a self-control, you know that's that's sometimes not enough. You know yes. you just you, you you have to just like allow um, the fact that this it doesn't matter if it's okay for somebody else for you, it's not okay and that's okay. Yes <laughs> Yep. yes
0: so, and and, I, and express that. Yes. don't be uh, don't be ashamed because if if shame comes into the picture, then everything shuts down because um, uh, it's not a sh- it's not a shameful thing to experience emotions, to be angry, to cry. To, to have uh, intense emotions even if for somebody else the same trigger is like neutral or funny so yes. your experience matters because your uh, your nervous system is wired by the environment by if we go even into genetics and how the generational trauma is now confirmed that is uh, passed over to, to further generations yes. and so on and so on so you never know what what that trigger hit in you so that's yes valid.
1: yeah exactly and that's why i wanted to say share this example because you know because i can explain things about how brain works and how mm-hmm. you know you can deconstruct ways how you got into this uh, type of relationship and how you will get out and move healthily forward but that doesn't make you untouchable, and and that's a good thing. That's that's a beautiful thing, and and you know that's why I wanted to share. Yet, yes, I know all these things, and still I was something like a five year old, and and it's yeah. really important that you find a safe person, you know, like uh, and preferably somebody who is like an outsider that doesn't link to to the your situation whatsoever, so that you 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 can really uh, uh, take everything out. Of you without being judged, and and that's what I know is a safe place for me. You know, like when when I'm in coaching, whatever is going going to come out is going to come out, and and if I want to let it out and let it be, I can. If I want to, then if there is a use for using this information for moving forward, fine. But but at least it's safe and it's healthy, and and it's yeah. it's it's good to do it with somebody who has the tools to to channel this energy to come mm-hmm. out on a on a in
0: a safe way and in a safe in, way exactly and, and uh, useful so you
1: don't finish the call and 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 then you're going to be destroyed for for a week or, or whatever yes. that that you actually leave the call and and you kind of have gone the circle full mm-hmm. and, and you're safe out of the the call that's very yeah. good for me yeah and and when i go back to to this um, difference between Feeling victim and and which was uh, very much what I felt in that that uh, call. I felt like something had done, been done to me, but I was like completely back into victim mode. That why is it done to me? Blah 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 blah. All these kind of stories, and it was really painful for me. I, I want to still re- uh, remind that in most uh, countries, physical, physical, sexual, and psychological violence are crimes that are yes. punishable uh, by law. And yeah. and you know if people have sat down to write laws about these kind of things, th- th- there is really a, a reason for yes. for that. So it's just you know if if some kind of something physical, sexual, sexual or psychological uh, violence is happening, you know, uh, and we look at the facts, you know, and uh, you you have to to realize that it's not just nothing there are laws written about yeah. these kind of things so when when you can identify that factually some of these things happen you know it's 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 not something to be brushed up, brushed off you might decide not to do something about it further but I don't think it's useful to dismiss that it's nothing because it's not nothing because countries have written laws about it yes then yeah. the second point is that only the Person who does the thing, whether it's talking, doing or, or whatever is is guilty for their words or for their acts so you whatever you have done, you are not ever guilty you know yeah. you, you, you if you haven't yourself used words or or hit somebody or something like this, you know everybody is responsible for their own actions so if somebody is doing something for you, you might feel guilt because of your thoughts, but you are not guilty of having done. Anything.
0: Yes. So that's yeah. that's
1: really only the person who is doing the thing is is guilty. And the victim is really, really never uh, guilty. Yes. Whatever yeah. they have done, whatever they have done, you know, like if you sleep with your husband's best friend. Yeah. <laughs> it might, might not be the thing you're most proud of in your life. Or maybe it is. I don't know. You know, like yeah. uh, your husband might be angry. You can even understand that. Still, he doesn't have the right to hit you, and then if he hits you, then you know you is guilty of of his acts and his words and things like this and you you know you can decide whether you're guilty of something you know there is in it, it depends on the laws in your countries if it's
0: yeah yeah you know
1: like if if you have infringed the law, then maybe you are guilty factually yes, <laughs> but yeah. but the feeling of guilt is the same you know it's like it's not the yeah. same as guilt itself
0: yes, yep, yep. Uh, and it, it's it's uh, all that dynamic of shaming the victim. Yeah,
1: uh,
0: that is not uh, that is not okay. Yep.
1: Yeah, and that has yes. been uh, perpetuated perpetrated yes. in uh, in uh, in our in,
0: culture in the yeah. patriarchal Western society. Uh, yes. white <laughs> yes <Suprematist>. yes <laughs> yes yep yep uh, um, yep. So how can we? Um, now that we know how to recognize um, you know, those dynamics, uh, what would be the solution? What would be like um, um, the solution for uh, for getting out of that
1: and yeah, moving forward?
0: Yes, moving forward.
1: So I think that the the um, the thing which is very classical, but so so classical that it wouldn't be it wouldn't help is is um, identify the facts. And mm-hmm. and for that, uh, writing is the best way. So so really, like, write down what's happening and, and identify what are the facts and what are the thoughts. You yeah. know, like, who has done what? Who has said what? What are the exact words? Mm-hmm. Take away tones, uh, looks, you know, like yes. things that c- can be interpreted in a different ways. Just yeah. say, this person has said this to me.
0: Yes. Or yeah. this...
1: Uh, this pet owner threatened to make a uh, said I will make a complaint. Yes, this yeah. person said I will yeah. make a complaint to the other yeah. vets or something yeah. like this. Yeah, and yeah. and that's that's what it doesn't matter how they said it, and that's what has happened. That's what everybody could agree, and and really get the facts really uh, bare. Lay, lay, lay really like the, bo- and, and, the boring
0: look, facts, yeah. Look, with, uh, because
1: yeah. toxic, toxic always, and all these are thoughts, and they are not usually useful. So, yes. so it's very, very uh, important to 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 recognize that what is actually happening, you mm-hmm. know, in, factually, and 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 to decide that when I think that this person saying that they will go to complain. Uh, to the order of or vet you know when i think it's a threat you know how does it make me feel mm-hmm. because it's not a threat it's just a fact yeah when i think it's a threat then i feel threatened
0: yes of and, course
1: and and it might not happen but i already feel threatened even though it yes. might has yeah. not happen so yeah. you know does it does it help me so it's really important to really uh, be able to recognize the the difference that would be the the first uh, Step is is what am I telling myself about these things? What's the story? Happening? Yeah. Yes. So what's the facts and what are what is the whole story? What I'm making? Where, where usually? Yeah. You know, we're kind of going into the future because this has happened yesterday or today. I'm already like looking mm-hmm. in the future, out of control, and mm-hmm. and I feel like I feel like all these emotions what we've talked yeah. about. Yes. Yep. Then. Then of course, then we might recognize that that there are things happening that we we do not like and we do not prefer, but they are happening, and we are not going to be able to control other people. I often, you know, explain, you know, to in a coaching that you know, like we want our life is like a river. We want it to be fluid and and go down and peacefully, and on this uh, one one um, side of the river is like other people. And we can cannot control any of that yes and on the other side there are all other things that we can't control like the covid and our past and the weather and and the economics and and mm-hmm. so on we want our path to be really really uh uh clean like in between fluid and and we've got these blocks which are preventing our life to flow like nicely and and we want to remove these blocks, but we're not going to be able to change the side of the river where the other people are, you know that, that's yeah. kind of they are the way they are, and they shout if they shout, and they do you know say sentences like, "If you do this i I will do that." and they might talk like this, and we cannot change that. We yes. can never change that. so we have to find a way to to place our boundary,
0: yeah
1: of what we uh what is good for us and and this is something which is highly personal Mm -hmm. and and it's it's work it's work it's where
0: it's where the work is
1: yes exactly because it it first means that you have to to go inside yourself and decide what is acceptable for you and what is not and why why do you decide that you know somebody uh, not uh saying uh, hello in the morning is a problem for you you know mm-hmm. like is is it like a, a problem that that you actually want, want to, to set the a... boundary yes. around yes. or is yeah. it something that you can kind of uh start to to look at a different angle and say well actually yeah. it doesn't really matter yeah you know, this yeah. person is like this yes. and i accept them like this but you might say that okay i can accept that this person doesn't say hello they just are like that and that's mm-hmm. okay yeah. i I, yeah. I don't want to be like them Yes. So then this person also shouts, mm-hmm. and then you can decide that I I'm a per- kind of person that doesn't want to be shouted at. Yes, and yeah. and that's that's your privilege, you know, as a human being, to mm-hmm. decide that you are not the kind of person who want to be shouted at. But mm-hmm. you cannot <laughs> prevent the other person of
0: shout so once you decide you cannot control them to stop shouting. no you cannot
1: control you cannot force them you cannot put ultimatums and Mm -hmm. and even you know even if you quit your job this person is still going to shout you know yes so so you might inflict yourself a lot of harm yeah (laughs) but you might decide that you know my boundary is that that if the person somebody shouts a person Mm -hmm. or this specific person shouts i will leave the room yes so it's like deciding this is not acceptable to me mm-hmm. and when if this person is doing that I will do and, yeah. and you have yes. to decide what is acceptable what is not and if the thing which is not acceptable to you is done what mm-hmm. will I do you do what yes, will exactly. I do exactly so so yes. you know like and sometimes sometimes you might have to spell your boundary out and yeah. Sometimes you don't need to. For example, you know, like I do not uh, want to uh, be driven in a car where somebody has, has, uh, when the driver has uh, consumed uh, alcohol. I I don't need to say this to anybody. <laughs> no. Yes. I my boundary is if somebody is behind the wheel was consumed some alcohol. I will take a taxi or I will sleep on site or i will not go or whatever you know i decide and i don't have to say okay i don't want to come with you if you drink no Mm -hmm. this person drink or they don't drink they do what they want i decide what i do i decide what i do i don't have to spell it out but in some other circumstances you might have to set the boundary
0: yeah And, and to tell to tell your boss or your colleague um you are perfectly uh, it's okay for you to shout, but if you are shouting, uh, I will uh, I will go leave and the leave the room and come back uh, later when you are calmer. When yes. we can have a calmer uh, conversation. So yes. it's uh, exactly it's it, it's, uh, it's not like oh you have to stop doing your behavior. No, no, you, you you can still have your behavior, but I will be back when you are calmer and we can have a. Yes. Um, uh, Uh, A karma conversation. Yes, and
1: and uh, and then then you you are like um, I don't like to use the word fighting for your integrity. You're just placing it. Yes, you you just recovering it. You're placing your integrity. You're placing Mm -hmm. your acts Mm -hmm. where your integrity own integrity is and you're free to choose where you know what is your integrity but little by little you're like coming out of victimhood because mm-hmm. you're taking little steps to mm-hmm. to re rediscover mm-hmm. and and sometimes go further than you've ever been in your life in in deciding what is good for you and what kind of environment you you want to create for yourself and of yeah. course you know like what prevents us from doing this in the beginning is is like we're afraid of the consequences, what yes. might happen. So, I think I will take a, an example of uh, in in the private life because I think my that kind of a relates. Maybe many people can relate to uh, to to that. Uh, you know, like if you're married to somebody with shouting, mm-hmm. so you sh- he shouts and. You plead, you cry, you get upset, you nothing moves forward, and you feel very victimized by this. Mm-hmm. And you decide, okay, but I, I don't want to be shouted at. So you say to him, okay, every time you raise your voice, I will go out of the room. Mm-hmm. So then, but you, you're afraid first. You first, you're afraid to say that because you think, well, I will lose my husband if if I put mm-hmm. a boundary. Mm-hmm. But then you put the boundary and say, every time you shout, you know. I will, re- I will go out of the room. Then you have to have, you know, the integrity to stick to that. Yes. So every time it does shout, you do leave the room. Exactly. So you have to put the consequence in a level of something that you can actually put into practice. You yes. Know? yes. Not say if you shout, I will divorce. <laughs> yes,
0: yes, yes. <laughs> that might
1: yeah. be a step too strong. But yes. the thing is, the thing is, now you have stated what you, what is your preference. Mm-hmm. You don't say you're not allowed to shout. Mm-hmm. You just say, I prefer to live in an environment where people do not shout at me, mm-hmm. you know.
0: Yeah. And then
1: if this person has heard you and you leave every time, mm-hmm. you know, and he still carries on shouting at you, you, you can ask yourself, OK, well, now I'm spending most of my life outside of the room. <laughs> you know? Yes, I don't have the marriage I want.
0: Yes, I anyway don't have the
1: marriage I want
0: and even even putting like taking a step for, um, uh, forward like uh, not necessarily in another room because they can uh, come after you and so mm-hmm. on even even having in place those things like uh, go to, to a motel or hotel or something because those are like real life situations yeah. that, that can happen and uh, i i know a lot of examples of, of vet who um, vets uh, veterinarians who who are shouted at uh, at work Mm-hmm. and um, they try to leave the situation and the boss is following them or, yes. or the person is following them and uh, and so on and so on and that that comes uh, sometimes they they have to physically uh, go to the restroom or to the toilet you know to the yes. uh, and uh, close themselves in yes. uh, to be out of that situation but uh, uh, that that is That is not a normal dynamic, we have to put it out there that that is not a normal behavior that is not a normal um, uh, thing and as you said, if you are finding yourself in the toilet or in the bathroom or in the motel room or in the hotel room over and over again. uh, is that something that uh, that is sparkly for you to live like that? Yes, or... and
1: and but the thing <laughs> is that once you know, like you, um, there are toxic situations and there are people who are you know like uh, whether they are uh, psychologically or socially not not uh, up to the standard what you would like people around yes. you to be. Uh, there are also people who do not are just like blind to their own the consequences of your their own actions and sometimes just saying okay if you shout that you know if you shout i will leave and and you have been twice to the toilet and this person has waited for you there or something like this and you say well you know if you shout i will leave Mm -hmm. and then you take your car and you leave you know you take your car and you leave and this person still doesn't get it Then, you know, you might have done everything what you can. And then you have to look at the facts. Do I want to be working in a place where this is going to be the standard? Do I have the ability or the desire to work around it so I can be okay with this person shouting and not have an emotional response about it? So because this person is like this and I've given, you know, I've put my boundary and they ignore it. Or Mm -hmm. is it time that I actually... Really, take my car and and go out all together and mm-hmm. and rethink what I want to, in my life and uh, and 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 I have to say that you it's difficult you you cannot prejudge of what's going to happen when you make mm-hmm. a boundary because sometimes when you say please don't do that you know or I will leave mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. don't shout because I will leave if you shout so, and and this person actually suddenly realized that oh. <laughs> this my shouting is having a negative impact you know? mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't realize that nobody told me you know mm-hmm. nobody told me and and they say okay uh oh now I'm raising my voice I'm going to remove myself from the room and you're mm-hmm. just like thinking oh now this person has has got something and mm-hmm. and you can ne- never exclude that this could happen that yeah. you're setting a boundary will click into them but you should yeah. not expect that it will yeah. it yes. could but it shouldn't be your expectation,
0: yes, yeah. And I have also to to mention here that if you are in an acute violent situation, it, there there is not the place or, or that is acutely threatening your life or your physical integrity. that is not really necessarily a, a place to um, to have a boundary if if that. Uh, but you might have uh, another idea over that, you know, in in that moment when you are in danger. I don't know. Uh, no, in oh.
1: danger, in danger, save your skin.
0: Yes. Whichever save, way, exactly. You know, like, there is no exactly. no
1: discussion if you if you feel exactly in any way in any mm-hmm. way threatened. And, and actually, it's something that we uh, um, as uh, volunteers, you know, exactly that we uh, stress a lot. Yes. Is that if if you are in a climate where um, um it does apply to work as well because yes. you spend a lot of time there uh, yeah. and yeah, if, even uh, vets you have lots of uh, knives and tools and things you know <laughs> I yes. don't know how. Yeah, but, yeah yeah but yep. but uh, and I'm sure like if there's a lot of stress around you know even mm-hmm. uh, big dogs might uh, get very stressed by stressed people around them but yes. um uh, you know like nothing can be sorted if if there is not you know, if there's a physical or, or sexual threat to you yes. know to your physical integrity, nothing can be sorted out. So mm-hmm. so you have to remove yourself. Mm-hmm. You have to physically remove yourself from, or, from the space. Yes.
0: Or or to um to save your skin no matter yeah, what yeah. you do to save your yeah, life yeah. Yes. yes because yeah, sometimes because you, are goes, not, you are not you are not you're not able to remove yourself physically from from that and no that, no but uh,
1: you 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 have to do whatever you can you know like uh, to, to 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 save yourself yeah yes. that's, that's always of course the the, the but, first but line. that's that's yeah. uh, that's usually your your brain will uh, you know we'll go into automatic mode to to do that you know to to to, yes. to to behave in such a way that you freeze or you make yourself small or you yes. run away or, or, fall or, you, or yeah. you attack or yeah. whatever yes. to 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 save yourself so yes yeah but what what could help in that because of um what prevents us from moving forward often is that we always like the brain always wants to look the worst scenario but it does it in a really really messy way so it's yeah. it's having all these ideas that all these bad things are going to happen yeah. but we don't do it in a controlled way we don't do yes. it we do it when we are already in a panic in anxiety in uh with a random bag of uh, facts and thoughts and things like this and what i suggest is that that we actually do plan the worst case yes. scenario that we do mm-hmm that's on a day when we feel rather good and a sunday where we've out walking in the nature and having a good uh, time with our family or something like that, and we sit and we say okay and what if what if the worst thing that i can imagine would happen mm-hmm. because our, our brain is already doing it in a really 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 messy way yes. so when we say then what will happen if they fire me mm-hmm. what will happen if this yeah, uh, pet owner uh, yes. make a complaint. What yes. will happen if if I lose my practice?
0: Yes. What will happen? What, what are the what, steps? What are the steps towards that? You know? Yeah.
1: Yes, because our brain wants to say that okay, they will fire me, and the next day I'm I'm like homeless with the, my. Two kids and, and
0: five kids in, uh, uh, in, in, in a trolley under dogs. the bridge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, homeless under the bridge is like and, go-to.
1: <laughs> and and of course, this is like this is never happening. Yeah, one day to the other, you know, yeah. like go there and play it out. Okay, yes. what if the vet owner is yes. going to make a complaint? Yeah, what what will happen? Is, does yeah. it mean that? the order vet is going to find that i am out that i'm guilty when i know yes. that i've done what i should you know yeah. does it mean that i will not have access to a lawyer does it mean yes. that nobody will listen to my side of the story yeah. does yeah. it mean that that all my colleagues are going to say yes she's always been a bad vet forever and, Yes. Uh, yeah. although i've been working then here for 10 years and they've been yes. happy to have me you know actually go there and and notice notice how many steps there are between now the situation now and this doom day you know how many and, and, things and can how, happen?
0: how how ridiculous it sounds sometimes when you just put it out uh, out loud you know yes, because, exactly you know then otherwise you can... it's, it's like a fluff in your brain yes. that is gray and uh, dark and you are, you are not going there. And when we are, when yes. I'm pulling that from my clients, okay, go there. What? Yeah, <laughs> and, and you vets are
1: scientific people. So, you know, yeah. you can use statistics. And what is yeah. the likelihood that every <laughs> single step is going to go the wrong way for you? You know? Yes. But if, even like that, let's, let's do... Like, do that they're yes. going to be right. Yes. That you will get yes. a crappy lawyer, that everybody is going to then turn what? around you. Then
0: what? That's, then what? Yes.
1: Yeah. Then you will have no money to pay anybody yes. for your defense. That, you know, how likely is it? What is the percentage likelihood that this, you know, everything is going to work against you? And mm-hmm. then, what is the percentage likelihood that you will be completely headless and handless and you will be incapable of taking mm. any proactive actions yes. for you, for your yes. good and so on? Yes. You know, like, then you start to 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 laugh at yourself and you start to think it well before i'm under you know the bridge with my two Mm -hmm. kids in the trolley you know that Mm -hmm. i have plenty of time to find solutions and notice also then in that process how many things have happened in your past that you might have thought oh i really don't want this to happen but you still went through them and sorted them out and you might have you know,
0: broken your
1: car, and you should say
0: the word COVID. (laughs) And then, you know, (laughs) and it's the beginning of the pandemic, oh, everything will go to, to, like the dark side. And, and now we are here, and we, uh, we went through it. And uh, that is a really palpable example that happened recently during a pandemic and still surviving all the clinics and and so on and so on yeah
1: yes and i think it's a brilliant example because you know like unforeseen or unknown problems will bring unknown solutions and sometimes better solutions and and since you just mentioned covid you know I, i really want to say that that at the very beginning i remember that you know of, of course, you know, the, uh, this is information from the pre- the media and the press and so, so on. But in that time, in the beginning of COVID, it was impossible, impossible to develop in vaccine, a vaccine in less than 10 years. Yes. <laughs> we, we read this over and over. Yeah. You cannot make a vaccine in less than 10 years. Well, yeah. yes, you can. Yes, yes you can. can. Yeah. If you have a crisis big enough, mm-hmm. you can. Yes, And you have people, you know, like a huge community of brains coming together from all yeah. over the world. Mm-hmm. You can yeah. and you will make mistakes and you mm-hmm. will make bad decisions or decisions that yeah. prove not to work, yeah. you know, in the process, but mm-hmm. you will find your way. So you have a problem now and that might be the door to mm-hmm. something better. And that yeah. often is the door yeah. to something better. And, and 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 that, I think, is like kind of a wrapping a message, you know, what, what if this situation, what you are facing? is happening for you instead yeah. of to you or at you you know mm-hmm. what what could be on the other side and 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 if on the other side of this it would be you know something better something yes. yeah something yeah. more valuable something yeah. more evolved something yeah. more happy something yeah. something more respectful something yeah. more
0: Exactly. You know,
1: what um, what if it, what yeah. if this person, you know, is yes. lying <laughs>
0: yeah. uh,
1: on your front step? You know, like you have to climb mm-hmm. over this person every time. And what? What mm-hmm. if you're just like a stronger, uh, yeah. uh, a, a more joyful, uh, a more fulfilled person on the other yeah. other side of this experience?
0: Yeah, and I want to just a little bit touch on uh, because we, we've uh, talked a lot or I gave examples more, mostly from the employer employees' ex, um, experience, the associates' vets uh, and, and so on. But there is, there is a lot of, uh, of uh, veterinarians who are business owners who own their own businesses and they are in a, in a toxic or an abusive relationship with their employees or with some of them employees because they are afraid of firing them. Um, because uh, they uh, they go to lo- exactly that worst case scenario, and that is the the, the vet who is so good, you know, it's uh, uh, it has a good relationship with the pet owners, brings a lot of money, has a lot of competency, but but creates such a bad environment, uh, and and they are behaving so badly, and uh, or or so on and so on, and they they there is a a huge um, uh, need for veterinarians, for good veterinarians, and people are afraid of firing uh, those people because they think uh, the business will go wrong uh, after that. And uh, my experience is exactly as you say, the moment you remove um, uh, the person from from the team, you will find... Um, um, so, something better it, yes. it, it's it's my experience all the time uh, the moment is... you you have to you have to take the step and to be ready and uh, you will find uh, a person you know if you are the team of uh, roasters bread roasters as I was saying you will find uh, the perfect uh, roaster for you, nuts and remove the yes. apple yeah. It's
1: it's and um, this is like this is a very good example for this. Uh, what I like said that like, going to the worst scenario. So you know, so what if you close your practice? So yeah. what if it goes bankrupt? Yeah. So what? Yeah. So what really like? Yeah. What? No. what happens? What's then? The, have you lost your brain and your hand and your capacity mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. do something? You know, I personally have been an entrepreneur all my life. You know, I have a, one bankruptcy behind me. You know do, is it what i wanted no, no it's not what i
0: wanted it was not but, my preferred <laughs>
1: no it was not my preferred option but it sure kind of showed me where do i want to be what business do i want to do which people do i not want to work with in the future yes. and and um and you know okay some money i lost and you know, do I eat every day? Yes. Do I have a roof? Yes. Do I have a comfortable life? Yes. You know, did I lose my brain in the process? No, of course not. You know, my brain became more agile, less afraid, less, you know, and, and so so that didn't prevent me, you know, that didn't say that, okay, you've been an entrepreneur all your life, you have a different business, now you made, made a bankruptcy, you should go to a salaried job. No, no way. You know, this is not what I want. It just showed me that this is not the type of business I want to to yeah. reiterate, this yes. is not the kind of project I'm interested in. This is not the kind of environment I want to work mm-hmm. in, and so on. So you know, like the when we actually look at the detail of what you know, our brain is going to you can't do that. You're going to lose all. Mm-hmm. Look, look what what does it mean lose all? You know, yes. and what if actually you know you you lose never all because mm-hmm. as long as you're alive, you're never losing everything. You know, mm-hmm. what if you lose something and you gain more, you know, yes. what is the possibility for that? And, and when you start to open, you know, open the, the field, you know, like step back and, and watch like wider and, and really go into detail. So what happens if I fire these people? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I will make half the income what I made last year. Yeah. So what, mm-hmm. so what, what really, and I'm not saying so what, it doesn't matter i'm saying so what what actually will happen oh i will have to well i also have to get rid of one helper maybe or or i will have to reduce the days the clinic exactly or or i don't know but your brain exactly will find solutions your brain will find solutions because instead of having like i will lose it all there is no issue for that you're going to start to look at real Real um, situations, and to yes. each little problem, there is a yeah. little solution. And when you have lots of little solution, you have a big solution
0: in the Yeah, earth. and, 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 and to take... our
1: brain really yep. <laughs> yeah. gets so fuzzy and so mm-hmm. all or nothing yes. that yeah. it prevents us from seeing that yes. th- to each problem there is a solution.
0: And to to take again the COVID example, um, um, during the COVID pandemic, a lot of uh, um i've coached a lot of business owners or veterinarians who own a business to uh, to start only you know because it was it was legal to force people to do that to just accept appointments not not walk-ins or drop-ins you know and that was a good point to to be able to actually create some uh, some o- order in, in their uh, in their days and to have like booked appointments and to know exactly what uh, how their day will look like because it was like just a, a long line of of persons dropping in with their sick pets and they were n- not able to go at home so they during the pandemic when the law said that you have to to have like booked appointments not to just have a lot of people uh, mm-hmm. going around they implemented that other other vets uh, I was coaching them because they were working all the time and not having day uh, days off and I said okay because of the pandemic you have the opportunity of actually taking the weekends off what you know like, <laughs> like what <laughs> what do you mean I will lose my business blah 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 no because of the COVID you, you have that and they never went back never ever ever yeah. so it's like uh, <laughs> People don't understand that um, that is just a, a a dark scenario that your brain is is uh, is doing with you. If you leave, um, if you if you fire a person, you will take in less patients. That's that's that. You 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 have already a limited amount of patients that you can see in a day, and everybody goes home at the end of the day. Let's do it. In a more controlled way and in an environment. And you might be actually surprised because some of the the business owners who uh, who, who who were uh, brave enough and fired those people, they realized after the pe- the person who was not fitting the team was removed, they made more money the-, the
1: efficiency went up yes yeah, there are many. there are even controlled uh, studies about about yes. um about uh, about that and and I think also we are privileged in the western world that that even as a business owner you know if this kind of a decision might mean that yes, next year you're going to make less income or something like this, but most of us. Most of us own the, our home or part of our home. Most of us own a car. Can eat anyway, and maybe you, we won't be saving as much as we used to, or maybe we will eat in our savings or something yes. like this. But most of us have this kind of a mattress that you know, like this safety mattress that mm-hmm. that we can we can actually make a decision like this and mm-hmm. still eat every day and still. Yes. you know, jog every day or, or, or you know, like have a fairly good life. But this space, this space the, where... The emotional we, space. If we don't, yes, yes. And, and, and time space or something like this, like if we do not judge ourselves yes. that it's a failure or something, you know, we might use that space mm-hmm. to create more, you know, to, to find more creative solutions, to to find more balance. And when we are more creative and more balanced, we will be a better contribution to, to a healthy society. Yes. So, so it's, it's, it's really, I think it's very important you know, to, to take care of the mental health and, and to spot, to really uh, accept that, yes, there are some situations that are, and some people who have um, is disrespectful uh, mm-hmm. slash aggressive uh, behaviors and And I have a choice. I have a choice that do I want to be part of this system? I have a choice that do I want to carry on working here or employing this person or or you know, I have a choice and and this is not a fatality, and this is not something i can I have to choose to to perpetuate i yes. i can I can decide for myself. there mm-hmm. will be um, implications, there will be consequences. but if I'm honest enough to look what they might be, you know my brain my brain will find issues will find solutions and which means that ultimately maybe it's not in the next two months but you know the time to to find solutions to implement them and so on you know if i look a little bit further than next week you know in in two years in in, in 20 years you know how much i will have up leveled my life how much i will have set an example of what a healthy environment. Uh, is and and you know like for me it was taking me maybe ten years to to uh to kind of realize that okay but you know I want a, a good relationship you know I want I want to to have a respectful relationship I want to be independent in a relationship I want you know to to decide what was important for me and then I realized this relationship you know it doesn't exist the only person to have it with is is with me and I started to have this relationship with me you know and I was like and and then I met somebody who kind of uh, offered me this relationship because I was I had put my boundaries that you know if if I cannot have this relationship with somebody else I'm at least going to have it with me and yes. and in the process then of course I showed to many people that no you don't have to be taking you know disrespect in your relationship you don't have to and and when I set this example and I'm working you know I'm working happy in my life you know I'm I'm showing an example to the generation after me I'm showing an example to Friends around me that that no you you can step up you can step up in into that life it's it's maybe going to be a process that is going to take more than an hour a week or two months but but it's the way to go if 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 you want to be you know happy and fulfilled yes. in, in your life it's it's yes. not going to be through martyrdom or victimhood or or suffering I mean yeah. you cannot have a, a happy
0: life through suffering every day that's that's not possible. Yes. Yes. Yep. Yep. Oh, my God, that was so good. So tell people if they want to work with you or enjoy your sparkles and um, connect with me, connect with you. How yes. can they do that?
1: Yes, as you mentioned before. So I'm I'm uh, I'm, I'm an artist. I'm a, uh, a life coach. I'm a globetrotter and so on. And because I'm also a published author, you know, I'm only working nowadays uh, on referral. So I do. I have uh, removed my uh, website. Um, out of the net, and I'm only working through coaches what I know. so if somebody would like to contact with me i I will be very happy that they connect with you first yes. and then you forward my details to them. Yes, yeah, that, so contact uh,
0: contact contact uh, Nadina uh, contact me and then I will forward uh, uh, your information to Virginie yes. uh, if yes. you if you want to to find her. and she coaches uh, in uh, English, French, and finish uh, and finish yes yeah. yes yes thank you nice, so Mickey. so so much uh, no, so love it was a you pleasure. Uh, yeah. lots of kisses
1: to of all kisses. the vets and thank you very much on behalf of me and my big and pixie
0: pixie, <laughs> pixie the big old. pixie the hungry big old. <laughs> the hungry big old. yes thank <laughs> yeah. you very much thank you bye, bye. that was all my friends You will find all the links in the show notes. If you want to help me, don't forget to subscribe, rate, review and download the episodes of the podcast. And if you find it useful or just fun or just you want an extra giggle for some of your vet colleagues, don't forget to share it generously with all the people that you know. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week and lots of loving hugs. Mwah.